The bus you're riding on pulls up in front of your favorite comic book shop. You collect your things and get up and head towards the door. As you go down the stairs and then take that first step onto the concrete below, the door closes behind you and drives off. You walk into the comic book shop and head over to the rack that you know has your new favorite comic, Cape Chronicles. You pull it out from the rack and take a look at the cover. On it, you see... Falcon Girl. Royale. Remix. Quasi Raptor. All surrounded by men in black suits with white dress shirts and black ties. The cover reads, Storm Clouds Gathering, Part 2. The thrilling conclusion to our hero's tale. Find out inside the repercussions our heroes will face for their actions. Last time on Cape Chronicles. Royale, are you are you in position? Uh, yeah, I don't know where else I would be. Remix, are you ready? Oh yeah, baby, you better believe it. Uh, Remix is actually not in position. <laughs> uh, Remix <laughs> just says that over the communicator as he is in an Uber on the way <laughs> to the location. All right, Quasi, are you ready? Will Quasi get to eat? No, no, Quasi, this is just, this is information right now, Quasi, okay? Quasi never gets to eat. Look, Falcon Girl, I know you're in charge or whatever. We can take these guys and go home. We can stop all this shit right now if we wanted to. Hey, is somebody in there? Aw, shit. (laughs) What does Quasi do? Uh, Royale gets on the communicator and is like, Shit, fucking bird girl, I'm going in. And uh, clicks off her communicator and starts making her way over to to Quasi. And now it's the four of you uh, there looking at Benchmark. Off in the distance, this panel of the four of you uh, facing down Benchmark, you hear police sirens coming in, heading this way. Benchmark just kind of looks like right on time. You kids are a lot tougher than I gave you credit for. I'll see you soon. And he runs and jumps off the other side of the boat into the water. Yeah, uh, and you're going to pay for these <laughs> shoes, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Jacqueline probably makes the run after him, but I'm sure she is stopped. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, Falcon Girl, um, she's she's still kind of crouched down, uh, taking a moment to recover, but she, like, grabs um, whatever's closest to her. Uh, if, if she has a cape or anything, um, yeah. she, like, grabs it. And it's, like, just... Let him go for now. We didn't uh, just kick his ass to let him get away. I, I know we kicked his ass. Okay, so I just, just give me a minute. And she's going to um, take a moment and try to get rid of that uh, minus one ongoing and recover. Yeah, I'll just stop you right there, Royale. Actually, you didn't uh, kick that guy's ass. Technically, uh, Quasi-Raptor kicked his ass. I kicked the three goons' asses, and then you only kicked the one guy's ass in the forklift, if if my count is correct. Ooh. Hang on, I'm checking my sheet. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not going to be that asshole right yet. <laughs> yet <laughs> uh she makes a face and scoffs and says well you know for some of us this is a team effort yeah yeah you know i mean sometimes you just you know take things that other people on the team do and redo them but you know like less good i don't know i'm not the one who's pissed off somebody stepped on my shoes at least i have shoes that are worth getting pissed off about <laughs> <laughs>
And she kind of throws her hands up in the air. She's like, I can't fucking believe any of this. And then upon my shoes being referenced, goes to like start wiping the shoes. <laughs> uh, I think as this argument is going on, uh, you see somebody who has become a little well known to you at this point. Oh, it's you four. Uh, what are you doing up here? It's uh, this is Detective O'Brady. <laughs> I love him. <laughs> you know, he came into onto the force in within the last six months. Uh, he is immigrant into the into the city. He moved over from Ireland. He had uh, got married to uh, an American and moved to Halcyon with them. And uh, he was a law enforcement officer in Ireland and uh, has come over to Halcyon and has continued that. What what are you four doing? What's going on up here? What's all the what's all the ruckus and all this uh, broken equipment going on? Um, Falcon Girl gets up and sort of like uh, brushes herself off. Um, she stretches her wings and they kind of like shake a bit as she gets her bearings again. Um, what would the sort of protocol here be via like the Rapid Falcon about um, how to interact in this situation? Would they just give them like a hey, this is like fully what they're doing? Would they play it close to the chest or? Uh, Rapid Falcon would have said, uh, cooperate with uh, the police. They might not be effective in you know dealing with uh, supervillains, at least not to the level that heroes are, but to cooperate with them that way, when it gets detailed in the report, you'll be covered. Okay. Um, she goes over to him and she says, uh, Hi, Detective. Um, I'm sorry. This just, you know... They just started attacking, and we had to uh, we had to stop them, unfortunately. Well, uh, certainly seems like that. There's quite a bit of folks that uh, the rest of the boys are gathering up, climbing up the docks. Uh, and then uh, following up from him, you see uh, a man show up in a black suit, white shirt, black tie, uh, sunglasses on. He's got uh, slicked back, blonde graying hair. He looks around and takes off his sunglasses. Yeah, it sounds like uh, sounds like there was definitely a super fight up here. Uh, how you kids doing? Quasi has like sort of lumbered off uh, and is like sniffing around to the cargo, uh, specifically sniffing for something to eat. You're expecting, given that they told you uh, what arms were, and you were a little disappointed in the fact that mm -hmm. it was not what you were hoping they would be, <laughs> but. Uh, from your time at the facility, given the dangerous nature of you and other experiments that were going on, there were armed personnel, and this doesn't at all smell like what you were told about. This this smells almost fabric-y. The gentleman that joined Detective O'Brady up on the dock says, Name's Wing, and he flips out a badge, and across it, it says Aegis. Falcon Girl, you know Aegis is the Advanced Expert Group for Intervention and Security. They have been a government group that's kind of in charge of keeping the world safe from threats of villain nature. From what you know, just in this immediate second, they haven't had a branch in Halcyon. So this seems this seems strange to you. They're, they're totally not S.H.I.E.L.D. No, not at all. <laughs> Totally different. <laughs> but he goes honestly. Y'all, y'all, want to give a little bit more information on uh, why you were here in the first place? There's the sound of splintering wood as as uh, Quasi has just ripped into one of these crates. Quasi, stop. Uh, Quasi, you 
you rip into the crate and you pull out a uh, pastel blue plushy bear, maybe about the size of a basketball. Looks kind of like food, but does not smell like food. And as you like, kind of like burrow in a little deeper, you see that there are several of these, like some that are like a pastel purple. To a human observer, they look pastel purple. I'm not sure what your level of colored color sight is, <laughs> but they're they are. You can at least tell that they are different shades, though they seem to be of a softer persuasion. Yeah, uh, Quasi would at least have some sort of color vision. If it's, it may not be the same spectrum as like like you know the same like colors as humans, but he is a predator. Um, so like his vision is going to be very keen. Um, and he probably has some, some level of distinguishing colors, if maybe not full, uh, to the full, uh, range of human vision. You can definitely tell these are, these definitely aren't like the sharp, bright colors that some humans like to wear. These are definitely softer tones, like blues, purples, oranges, pinks. Oh, in fact, um. Assuming that uh, Quasi's eyes are similar to Birds of Prey, uh, he could probably see more colors than people. <laughs> uh, so sensitive to ultraviolet range that he did could see colors that are invisible this? to humans. I did. <laughs> <laughs> so assuming that since since birds evolved from dinosaurs, I'm assuming that it's at least some level of similar. Has Quasi ever brought that fact up? To Falcon Girl? No, he probably doesn't know. Oh, she's hiding it from him then. <laughs> she's the one who get a big head. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, he, he probably doesn't realize he sees anything any different than anyone else. He has no frame of reference. It's just the way the world is. <laughs> but yeah, you've uh tearing into this one, like looking around, sniffing, trying to see if there's been any kind of snack that's uh, gotten into these uh, bears. But no, it seems that it's a crate full of bears. And... You see this agent up on this agent in the deck, the rest of you, like kind of looking over towards Quasi. It's like, oh, uh, you're that group. Okay, I've I've read about you. I've read about you. Uh, Quasi's mostly ignoring the the cops and agents that showed up. And when he sees like all of this, uh, like plushes, he's just going to like kind of hold one and just kind of like in a huff, frustrated that he hasn't found food, just kind of shred it. Yeah, and it just shreds cotton, flies out. Um, I believe I can mark off angry. Yeah, I'd say I'd say you can do angry now. Okay. What were you What were you kids uh, doing? We uh, you get a report of some uh, real scary plushies coming into town, so you had to stop that from getting out. Uh, no. Um, we. What we were we doing didn't... was none of your business. Uh, well, considering that you're supposedly, and he does the douchebag thing of putting both hands into the air with his fingers up and quoting, like, heroes, I think you're uh, definitely under my jurisdiction. Right. Yeah, of course. She's she's kidding. Um, no, we we had a we had a report that it was um, that it was arms dealing. Hmm. Arms dealing. Well, I mean, these bears do have arms, but they don't seem that scary to me. Uh, Quasi didn't smell. Any arms. I think he is trying to shift your labels. Uh, I think he's trying to push down your savior and uh, push up your danger, uh, Falcon Girl. Okay. Do you want to take that or do you want to try and reject that? No, I think she's going to take that. So um, shift 
save your what? Shift savior down. Okay. And your danger up. Savior down, danger up. I think that that makes a lot of sense um, because savior is the embodiment of uh, of her mentor, and you know she definitely screwed the pooch a little bit. <laughs> and I think mentioning your mentor at this point, landing down onto the boat is Rapid Falcon. Um, she immediately tenses up. Is like, oh no. Surround is like. What's what's going on here? I and you see him stop and look at the agent. Like sore, and a, Agent Wing looks back and says, "Ah, I, I haven't gone by that name in a long time, Falcon. But uh, good to see you. These yours? You kind of see him look around and give a dirty look over towards Royale. One of them is. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, Royale looks incensed at being called somebody else's. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, well, can you shed can you shed some light for me, Falcon, on uh, what this is all about? And he kind of just stands like, this was supposed to be surveillance. I received intel that there was an armed shipment coming in tonight. This was the dock location where that was going to be. And this was supposed to be just a surveillance mission. And see him just kind of like look disappointedly. And you're starting to know this look very well, Falcon girl. Mm-hmm. Did, did, did Quasi do bad? You could see, like, Quasi, like, having honed into the conversation a little bit more, uh, picking up on the tone a little bit. Uh, he's kind of, like, standing guiltily over on the corner, the plumage on the back of his head kind of flattening down. <laughs> oh, no. You see Rapid Falcon starts to try and say, you can hear kind of like a mm coming out of his mouth, but Agent Wing is like, well, uh, it doesn't seem like you were alone in this one, uh, Raptor boy, but yeah, it looks like, uh, it's like you all kind of messed up tonight. Quasi's name is Quasi Raptor. Sure, sure, Dino. Anyway, thanks to you all. Instead of getting to relax in my hotel room before I officially start work tomorrow, looks like I get to help O'Brady here with uh, some paperwork, so. Oh, boo fucking who? He looks over at you like, oh, I can tell we're going to be real good friends. Yeah, I can feel it too. And enjoy this courtesy of have me going back with a Rapid Falcon here for a little while and not taking you all downtown to make you give statements. I'm going to have chalk this up as a botched surveillance that was about on bad intel. You won't be getting this kindness from me again. He kind of like... Does one of those, like, snap finger, finger gun at you all. Is like, make sure you all are uh, checking the news tomorrow, right about uh, 9 o'clock. I am going to punch him so hard when I get the <laughs> chance. <laughs> Bye, new friend. And uh, he lets you all go. As he turns to leave, um, I, for, like, one second of audio, play the beginning of Fuck the Police. And then I'm <laughs> like, oh, oh, my bad. Sorry, 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 sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. And you, you, as he's walking off, you kind of hear him shout, It's a classic. Yeah, sure is, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and so you're left on the boat with Rapid Falcons. Like, we will talk about this back at the hideout. Right, of course. I will meet you back there. Yeah. I expect to see all of you. I want to know what happened. Uh... Well, yeah, I you know, I got something I got to do, so... Well, I'll know, be there. I, he He's not even paying attention as you're saying this remix. He is... <laughs> you can... You've gotten to know Rapid Falcon a little bit. He's mad, and he just takes off back into the air. And now it's the four of you on the boat. Quasi did bad. 
<laughs> nods. Oh. Remix is gonna come over and rest a hand on on Quasi Raptor. Like, nah, you didn't do bad, buddy. You did really good, actually. You were great. You were great. Quasi did good. Yeah, I'm proud of you, man. The way you yeeted him right off the boat, that was pretty fucking sick. I should get a GoPro for things like this. Like, I don't even know why I didn't have one today, but I should. Uh-huh. Well, and Quasi does have, I, I don't think I described it, but he has like the custom made like tactical vest that I think uh, was outfitted for him at the Rapid Falcons uh, hideout that has like his communication device and stuff uh attached to it and it, there's like space for like gps and whatever any any devices that need to be strapped to him so like you got ideas where gopro can mount <laughs> remix uh i don't think that uh, quasi raptor necessarily understands every word you just said but he can definitely tell the tone go ahead and give me a comforter support role and that's plus mundane that will help okay. with my guilty condition um that is eight. All right. So on a hit, they hear you. And Quasi, you can mark potential, clear condition, or shift your labels if you decide to open up to open up to remix. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'll, I'll gladly clear guilty. I think that makes the most sense because that's like, like Quasi was looking, uh, Quasi was looking for like that reassurance, uh, especially after seeing uh rapid falcon be so angry and like the cops and aegis be here and not happy and everything quasi can pick up on moods very easily (laughs) (laughs) um so uh but yeah uh quasi quasi just kind of seems to uh be in a lot better mood uh in in terms of those uh those words and quasi will say gopro what is gopro Oh, dude. And I start Googling it and I pull it up and I'm like, okay, so look, it's like this camera, right? And it, you basically like strap it to whatever you want. So like here, and then I show him a video of like a dog running around with a GoPro on. And so like, basically it'll look like this. Food. N- no, no. <laughs> Quasi like, this hungry. Is, this, no, like this would be you. Like you would be the dog. In Quasi this situation. not food. I know you're also not a dog, but I'm just for you know what? Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> but Quasi is very interested in whatever it is you're talking about, even if he doesn't fully understand what it is. <laughs> <laughs> um, while that is happening, uh, Royale will walk up to Falcon Girl, it, clearly miffed. Uh, I'm I'm not coming to go get scolded by your super daddy. It's not, it's not, it's not an argument, okay? It's just what we have to do. So just go. We all just have to go. I don't know why this is such a thing every single time. It's such a thing because he's not our dad. Well, you know what? You're part of this team. So we just have to go, okay? Like, I don't know what you think is going to be accomplished by going to this. I don't need to be there. If you're going to go on missions, you need to be there. That's all there is to say. What is he possibly going to tell us that we don't already know? He's been doing this a long time. He knows what to do. Well, then why wasn't he out here? <sighs> we have this argument every time. Just be there, okay? I've got shit to do, okay? I'm not going. Royale. Well, maybe if you didn't just do whatever you wanted to do, we wouldn't have been in this situation. What? Who said that? Uh, she <laughs> she turns to remix in, in anger, but doesn't say anything. Um... 
She turns back to, to Falcon Girl and she says, fine, but I have shit to do. I will see you there. And she goes to retrieve her stick and then leave. <laughs> um, she lets her go and she goes over to uh, Remix and Quasi and uh, she's like, you guys are coming, right? Quasi coming. Yeah, but it, it's got to be kind of quick. You know, I got like a party Just, I got to oh get to. Oh my God. Why is this such a thing every single time? Look, I'm sorry that you don't have, like, fans to, like, appeal to, but I do, you know? Like, I already posted it, like, see, and then I show her the post from earlier, surveying over the city, hashtag Nightwatch. By the way, see you at this party later tonight, I'm going to be DJing. <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> All right, just, just, just show up. We'll, we'll deal with it when you get there. So just... Just come, please. Yeah, sure. You know, for you. You know, whatever. You know, whatever for you, yeah. Thank you. Okay. Quasi still hungry. Quasi can <laughs> has chicken? Yes, if you come, you can have chicken. Quasi come. Okay. I think Did like you learn how to speak by people giving you like memes from twenty ten? <laughs> Quasi cocks his head. <laughs> you know what? Never mind. That was that was over your head. um i feel like uh the go-to what to feed quasi uh in a pinch is just like as many rotisserie chickens as possible (laughs) yeah they have uh they have some just on standby (laughs) i I think he prefers like live food but Uh rotisserie chickens work in a pinch (laughs) yeah (laughs) and i think with that uh, we're going to jump time a little bit. I think we're going to be at the hideout and the scene that panel opens up on a picture of about five or six rotisserie chickens just stacked up on each other. <laughs> and the next panel is just Quasi's mouth coming down with the chomp. Chomp. Gross. <laughs> mm-hmm. Bones and all. Falcon Girl was told that they everybody would be coming. Does everybody actually show up? Quasi's there. I do. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Royale does. So we see uh, Quasi just kind of chomping down on some rotisserie chickens, and the panel pulls back to see the rest of you. Uh, I imagine Falcon Girl is probably standing. Uh, I imagine the rest of you are probably, like, sitting in some fashion. Raptor Falcon's there. All right, so what happened? What what went wrong? What changed this over? Right, um... Well, we were observing, uh, as you said, and then I guess that what happened is um, they noticed Quasi's location and they were about to attack. And um, then we really had no choice after that point. Quasi, sorry. So you kind of just like put his still cowled head in his hand. It's it's not your fault, Quasi. Okay, you all did nothing wrong. This is on me. The source that we got the info from is always on point. I didn't triple verify like I normally do because I've never run into an issue with them. This is on me. Benchmark was there and he had this this suit. It it was like collecting like kinetic energy and I I don't know. Well, at least we've got that. Can you tell me anything else about how he fought or that you took of note from that fight? The kinetic suit's new, so... Gonna have to update his file for that. Um, right. He was uh he was like tapping his foot to uh to gather it up. I thought that perhaps if you know the best way to defeat that would be to 
uh, attack with something, you know, not attached to us or to just, you know, push him off uh, somewhere so that he can't gather more energy. Um, I guess that that was really the only thing. He did seem to be in charge of the situation. Um, All right. What I'm going to do tonight, I'm going to have the computer run this new information. A little bit of information I can give you all right now. That that agent that showed up, that used to be a teammate of mine. Back in that day, they went by the name of Sor. Uh, it seems that not going by that anymore, so you all have seen him as civilian. His name is uh, Caldwell Wing. He had uh, mechanical wings like mine. We were similar in that respect. Maybe about 25 years ago at this point, Aegis came a-calling. They've never had any kind of presence in the city, but they have been known to come into the city to try and recruit agents. Uh, their government agency, he saw it as an opportunity to do this stuff and be, get a government pension out of it. it. wasn't my style. They approached both of us. He took it. I didn't. I haven't really talked to him since then, but it seems like he's back in the city for some reason. I'm going to start working on why that is. He's certainly more of a dick now than when I knew him back then, but I suppose government work will do that to you. Like I said, I'm going to run some information in the computer for battle tactics. Tomorrow, 9 a.m., I would like to see all of you back here. I want to see what this news thing he was talking about is about. And then I want to run some some training exercises with you all. I figure if we're going to have somebody who's got a suit that can deal damage back to you when you hit him, it wouldn't hurt to work out some team tactics to take that kind of thing on. Go home, get some rest or whatever kids your age do at this point. I don't know. But just be ready to work tomorrow. Is that fair? Yeah, that's that's fair. I mean, how will I know that your information that, you know, you're going to give us tomorrow is going to be accurate? The tactics part of it, you know, that's... There's only so many ways a kinetic suit can work, so figuring out battle tactics, that's going to be solid. It's going to take a little bit more information and more get re, more gathering uh, resources to try and figure out what's going on and why why Caldwell's in town and what's going on there. I'm, I mean, if we need sources, you know, I've got sources, and I hold up my phone. <laughs> oh, for the love of. And I'll just kind of side-eye Royale. I think this may be the first time I've said this to you, kid, but that might not be a bad idea. At the very least, it couldn't hurt and could possibly give us some leads. So whatever you can figure out that we can follow up on, at this point it can't hurt. If anybody else has any kind of source that might you, you might get information from, wouldn't hurt to check that in, and then we can head down those rabbit holes and try and figure out what's going on. Uh, I think at this point, Royale kind of like stands up and brushes herself off and she's like, well, you guys have fun playing detective. Uh, I'm going to pass on this little training session. I think I've had enough training in my entire life. Uh, so if you'll excuse me, I'll be heading back. And then she I'm... does if no one has anything to say. <laughs> Quasi wretches and uh, spits up an entire, mostly intact chicken rib cage onto the table, and he kind of collects himself, looks at it, sniffs it, and eats it again. Oh, God. Gross. <laughs> Same. <laughs> um, Falcon Girl is going to give Royale a look, but she's not going to stop her and figure that they can deal with whether or not she's at the training tomorrow morning. <laughs> uh, at this point, it's probably close to about 9.30, uh, giving giving Remix just enough time to get to the party for their spin set. Hell yeah. And what is everybody else doing with the rest of their night? 
stopping at the 7-Eleven for some Twinkies. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> awesome. Quasi, Falcon Girl. Gonna go home and sulk. <laughs> uh, quasi content having eaten is probably just going to kind of relax and probably sleep. I am going to invite Quasi actually to the party. Oh my god. <laughs> what is party? You know, it's like a lot of people get together and like there's music playing, you know, like and like they're dancing and I don't know, it's like fun, you know, you should come. And there will be chicken. Quasi likes chicken. Yeah, there'll be lots of chicken, I promise. Quasi interested in this party. Hell yeah, let's do it, bud. <laughs> Quasi like first has we need no, to take a selfie and no. I'm gonna actually like snap a quick <laughs> selfie with Quasi Raptor and post it to my story, like, look who's gonna be there tonight. The the expression <laughs> on Quasi's face is one of uh confusion looking at the phone, not realizing what what you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm just like giving you like a little bit of coaching, like as I'm taking the picture, like, okay, like a little to the left. <laughs> you, I, what? Look at the camera, Quasi not the screen. <laughs> and then when the pose is good enough, I just click. Uh, yeah. Uh, Quasi kind of like flinches at the sound and like cocks his head at it. Quasi confused. And I'm just like, yeah, 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 yeah. Don't worry about it. We'll figure it out later. And I'm sitting there trying to figure out what sound I want to put over the, the story. <laughs> I think once you figure that out and get it posted, uh, you immediately start getting your notifications for it. Just like even before you can like close the app and like close up your phone and everything, you just start seeing the notifications pouring in. Just stuff like absolute legend. What's with the fucking dinosaur, though? <laughs> and a lot of them are very similar to that, like, holy shit, look at the, how brave this motherfucker is. Like, standing right next to a fucking wild fucking Tyrannosaurus like that. Holy shit. <laughs> your audience is kind of feeding into your ego about that. They're saying kind of not great stuff about Quasi, I think mainly because they don't know really know how to take the, like, yeah, they might be on a hero team together, but... Our boy's, like, just hanging out with a dinosaur? That seems <laughs> odd, but, like, fucking legend for doing it. Would you accept them calling you an absolute legend, or uh, would you reject because, like, they're kind of talking down on a pretty big part of your team? Mm. Uh, I feel like at this point I would accept it, yeah. All right, uh, go ahead and clear a condition. I feel like that's that was, like, the point of including Quasi is, like, it has nothing to do with Quasi. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. I'm like, you're definitely, like, there just to boost my profile. Awesome. Uh, Falcon Girl, what are you doing with the rest of your night? Um, I think that she's going to, um, of course, like, change out of her suit into her normal wear and uh she's going to go to their uh supercomputer that they have at their hidden base and she's going to sort of like run simulations on how things went and like how they could have gone otherwise and try to like basically make up and like you know a, a report for herself on like how they can do better oh 
What a nerd. (laughs) (laughs) Running analytics. What a nerd. (laughs) I think for that, go ahead and give me an assess the situation roll. Take all the questions past tense. Okay. Um, I did realize I fucked up earlier and I forgot that I had guilty, which would have given me a minus three because I had that minus one already. So I apologize. No worries. I don't know how to play this game. (laughs) Um, So she is going to, um, would, um, so probably not assess your surroundings would work. It would probably just be straight, like, yeah, because this is yeah. this is a lot more hindsight looking. Right. Yeah. All my labels got moved around. Um. So okay, so that's plus superior. That's not too bad, but I have a lot of minuses. I think so. Um, superior is plus two, minus three is minus one, so that would actually give me a six, because I rolled a six and a one. Um, so that is a fail, I think. I think what you get from these situations, given what the computer has in its history of knowing everything going on, I think you realize that that was, like, the best outcome of that situation that the computer is giving you. Like, there's maybe some, uh differences here and there on tactics used in the fight Mm -hmm. but i think the only way that would have gone better is just having not been noticed and that kind of reinforces that feeling that uh rapid falcon gave you earlier of Mm -hmm. like this is just a surveillance mission that don't engage with them you know Mm -hmm. like We've been burned before on times where some information has come in. You know, I think that leaves you, I don't know, maybe feeling a bit like down, like you weren't, you didn't end up doing your intended plan. Sure, you got some good information on this, but it seems, I think I will give you the fact that you realize this was a setup mm-hmm. and everybody fell for it. I think that kind of makes you feel worse because. There was never any real risk of you losing this fight. Like, these goons that, you know, you saw, this is the first time you've seen really any of them. They didn't look familiar. Like, some of the fights you've been in before, you'll see, like, some goons popping back up, and they've got a bit of a grudge, and they want to prove that, like, oh, you just got the better of me last time, but I'm going to get you this time. These seem like just fresh goons that really weren't in this line of work. Like, a, a dude peed himself. <laughs> These are these are not the standard typical goons. This this may have been people who worked at the docks who were like, "Hey, we'll give you, you know, some extra money if you like come back after work and help do this unload." And I think just the fact that you know you got played just kind of hurts the most. Good thing Quasi didn't need anybody. <laughs> yeah, really. He did squish that one guy though. <laughs> yeah, he's probably fine. Yeah. That guy just wanted to go home to his family. <laughs> <laughs> I I think that she's going to um, send her conclusions and maybe the incident report uh, to Rapid Falcon just, you know, to show like, hey, we uh, like sort of like running numbers. I think that this was also what was going on. Um, but I also think she's going to take another condition from that, if that's all right. This sort of like. Absolutely. Ugh. I I thought about giving you one, but I'm like. I'm going to let 
I'm going to let Fiona see how she feels with after getting this information. Yeah, I think she's going to take insecure um, because she she thinks that she's pretty smart. But, you know, she basically like walked right into this trap and did exactly what uh, this bad guy wanted her to do. So I think you spend the rest of the time just kind of dwelling on that while the report compiles up. Hey everybody, it's your GM and your Funko Cliff here. Just wanting to say thank you for listening to issue two of Cape Chronicles. Uh, we don't have any ads, so I just want to go ahead and take this time to tell you a little bit about our cast. Uh, Fiona L.F. Kelly is a writer and is also Ravnus in the Tales of the Voidfair podcast brought to you by Project Derailed. Uh, Fiona is also co-creative head of Project Derailed and is a frequent runner and uh, player in the Fables Around the Table podcast anthology series. Uh, you can check Fiona out and get links to her work and lots of other stuff that she helps produce at Fiona L.F. Kelly on Twitter. Uh, Nick Urasiva is also one of our wonderful cast members. He plays Quasi-Raptor. Uh, he's also co-head of Creative for Project Derailed and is the GM for Tales of the Voidfarer. Boy, I said that weird. Not going to retake it. Anyway, like I said, he's the GM for Tales of the Voidfarer. He's also a frequent runner and player in the Fables Around the Table anthology series. Uh, he's also Mr. Social Media. He's such a sweet boy. Go ahead and tag him on Twitter and tell him that you're giving him a loving auntie kiss on the cheek. But not in a weird way. In a family way. Anyway, this got weird. But up next is our good friend Roger. Uh, you can catch Roger on Twitch Thursdays through Sundays. Twitch.tv slash Mr. Roger. M-I-S-T-E-R-R-O-D-G-E-R. Or on Twitter at AlwaysHoodiedUp. And finally, in charge of art for Project Derailed, and just a wonderful role player in general, uh, Chelsea Rexinger. Uh, Chelsea, as I said, is in charge of art here at Project Derailed, and is prolific in the number of uh, fables around the table seasons that she has been either GMing or involved with. Uh, she's also co-owner of Plot Kindling Candles. You can check them out on Etsy to get all of your candle needs taken care of. Uh, they make wonderful products there. I definitely recommend them. Uh, but, uh, you know, go check her out. CLRex4 on Twitter. Also, Plot Kindling Candles on Twitter. And, you know, just show them love. They are wonderful. They are fantastic. All of our players are. Go follow them right now. If you want to keep up with what we're doing here at the podcast, or you have any kind of questions that you want to you know, send in for any kind of future mailbag episodes and whatnot, uh, go ahead and do that. You can follow on Twitter at Cape Chronicles and Cape Chronicles Podcast uh, at gmail.com. Anyway, that's enough talking for me. I talk way too much. But you know, go listen to the rest of the episode. It's a great episode. Lots of fun. And uh, we hope you stick around. Let's hop over to uh, Royale. Royale, you are uh, heading to 7-Eleven to pick up them Twinkies? Yeah, and she's um, changed out of her, her superhero suit. Uh, so no longer Royale. She is now Jacqueline. <laughs> 
Um, and she walks in. She's Her face is still very swollen. <laughs> uh, but she's trying not to uh, make uh, glare at anyone too hard. She doesn't want anyone to be too afraid of her in this moment as she <laughs> she buys the, the sacred Twinkies. <laughs> I think as you uh, come up to the night clerk, he's like, Whoa, hey, hey, lady, you all right? You like, you good? Like, do you need me to call somebody for you? I'm fine. Yeah, yeah, okay. Uh, you you want so you want a you want a big up cup for, with some ice in it? I, I'll be fine. Yeah, all right, cool. Uh, this all for you then? Yeah. All right, cool. And I think as he reaches out to uh, grab the box, you notice a tattoo on his hand of a diamond. Ooh, that's alarming. <laughs> And he scans it. Yeah, that'll be uh five eighty five. Uh, doing cash card. Uh, cash. And she reaches into her her pocket to pay with the hand that she does not have her club tattoo on. Um, and sort of makes a note of this guy. Does he he look any kind of particular in any kind of way aside from the tattoo? Uh, you notice, like, there are kind of, like, some bags under his eyes, like he's just been run ragged through su- for some reason. Got kind of, like, it looks like he's starting to try and grow out his hair, but it's still, like, relatively short. Uh, he's pretty clean-shaven, and as you're, like, actually starting to regard him a little more, uh, he's got a little bit of, a little bit of what a lean muscle build to him. It seems mm-hmm. like you just, you're... Your kind of instinct picks up for this kind of thing, and you're not sure why you know, but he seems like he'd be pretty quick. Good. 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 <laughs> we will uh, tuck that information away. It's like a 7-Eleven, so he's not wearing like a name tag or anything, is he? No. like okay. You know that they're supposed to, but nobody ever wears a name tag right. at those kind of jobs. Right, right, right. Okay. Uh, then we pay for these Twinkies, and then we very quickly turn away to make sure he doesn't get a good look at us. We pull our, um, our, our baseball cap down, sort of over our eyes a little, little tighter. All right. Awesome. The classic Marvel costume. (laughs) (laughs) I think when you get back, uh, you notice, uh, Mama Simone is kind of, asleep in the in her uh, chair in the living room looks like she might have been trying to wait up for you uh you see uh news is on and rumble at the docks uh, earlier this evening there was a disturbance at the docks uh, police arrived on the scene and from the information we have a group of superheroes uh attempted to thwart what they understood was a arms delivery but turned out to be a large donation made by the Mattel corporation uh, for local uh, disaffected youth, it was a donation for some of the youth of their uh, Cuddle Bear line. And you see the other anchors like, oh, <laughs> certainly seems like uh, they got that wrong. And they kind of like chuckle to themselves and move on to the next topic. Uh, Jacqueline will set the Twinkies down on the couch. She will walk over to the TV, unplug it, carry it upstairs, and throw it out the window. <laughs> 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 and suddenly That's she not how you recycle. Suddenly she doesn't feel as angry anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I think the panels here you see the like Jacqueline's staring out the window after yeeting this TV out the window 
and just a small little hint of what somebody could possibly interpret as a smile, but just barely. Uh-huh. And then <laughs> it, the picture is like zooming out, following this TV as it goes to the ground. The panel where it hits is just a big crash. And then the next panel there, multicolored flashing light and a whole like boom, boom, crash, boom, 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 crash. Uh, we see Remix at the deck. Where would you have had a Quasi-Raptor go with you uh, as you're do as you're in the midst of your DJ set, Remix? Oh, Quasi-Raptor is right next to me in the DJ booth. Like, it is it is me and Quasi-Raptor. And, like, in between, like, moments of songs playing, I, like, bring the level down and I'm like, everybody give it up for Quasi-Raptor! And then I go into a Jurassic Park dubstep remix. <laughs> <laughs> Why is it so loud? Yeah, Quasi, I feel like you're definitely in some... Uh... Sensory, it's sensory overload, it's sensory right overload for sure. <laughs> Where is the chicken? <laughs> and then, and then, uh, and then I'm like, "Where's that chicken that we ordered?" And I'm sitting there snapping my fingers for like somebody to come over. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, you see Blake's uh, assistant comes up and just like, "Sorry, sorry, Popeyes is closed. We had to get KFC." I mean, did you have to wait for them to collect all of the secret spices? Like, what's going on, man? Like, you took all day. Man, I'm sorry, man. They they were they were closed. We had to we had to get them to come back and fry it. All right, man. You know what? It's okay. I appreciate you. Thank you. And I think as you see them going off back off stage, and uh, you can see Blake just off to the side, like kind of like verbally laying into them like like yo how you keeping my man waiting like that but yeah you've now got like three buckets of one's original recipe one's extra crispy because this is my world this is uh they've got a bucket of spicy they're trying to compete with uh popeyes and but even in a fantasy world they can't I'm going to take two drumsticks out of the spicy bucket and I'm going to be like drumming along to the track and then I'll slide the other buckets over to Quasi Raptor. Yeah, Quasi just goes face first. And then I also grab like another pair of headphones that's there on the DJ booth and I put it over what I imagine are his ears. Yeah. <laughs> and 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 hopefully <laughs> that like dampens the sound a little bit. Uh, yeah, pro probably as much as, as could, could be done. Uh, quasi doesn't really react. Uh, he's, he's eating chicken at the moment. <laughs> this chicken is good, but why is it in pieces? Uh, you know, like somebody else like went and chopped it up before. Like not all chicken is just like served to people whole. Quasi is confused. Well, you know, like, um, maybe if you'll find the answers at the bottom of the bucket. Just eat more chicken. Quasi, <laughs> <laughs> uh, quasi shrugs and goes to town. Emptying these all these buckets, like, probably in record time. <laughs> it probably becomes like, uh, a, like a, a, a point of entertainment for the crowd. Yeah, there's like a couple of people in the front that are like, go, 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 go. 
Yeah, and uh, looking out, Remix, you know, like, many times that, like, when, a lot of times when, like, people are at a real hype show, they're, like, streaming to Instagram Live, they're got live on TikTok going, all these numbers are getting up, you're getting tagged in all this stuff, like, you can, you notice, like, a good number of the cameras, not all of them, but, like, a not insignificant amount, are definitely more pointed towards Quasi than you. Not sure how that, how exactly that makes you feel, but uh, mm -hmm. you're definitely like in some people's uh, uh, social media. You're definitely not the star of this. Quasi mm -hmm. um, finishes the last bucket and kind of like tosses it into the crowd, and then like just lets out a just a. <laughs> and then the crowd, and then he turns to uh, to remix and says. These people are more excited about chicken than even Quasi. <laughs> yeah, they're real big chicken fans. <laughs> like, you can kind of hear just barely over the music, like, yo, I wonder what else this freak will eat. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> and then I'm just like, uh, let's not. Yeah, like, Quasi, you... You've definitely heard people use that word before around you. Yeah. It seems like it's much in a much different context from tone yeah. than you've heard before. Like, almost like positive, but kind of like a incredulousness to it. Like, yeah, it's weird. Yeah. Yeah. Quasi will just take a note of it for now. I don't think really anything else of note happens during the set, but as the, uh, Booth changeover is happening, and you've got your uh, last song, you know, getting ready to fade and leaving the transition point open for the next one. That next act comes up, and, you know, you uh, you swear you've seen this person somewhere before, Remix. Not, like, from a performance standpoint, but they, they look familiar to you somehow. Um, hmm. But you see, uh, as, as they're transitioning, it's like, oh, uh, Good set, kid. Uh, here, and he hands you a little like envelope, and you know, you know, this is not thick enough to be like your payment envelope, but got a little little uh, thing to you. And they go out and they just kind of like raise up their hands, and like this crowd just kind of like starts going wild for them. They bring their hands down. Everybody goes silent, and as the the last tra last uh, fade out of. Your last song that you had on the deck goes out. They start coming in with like this like mashup remix of, and even at this point, you know, it's an older song, uh, a remix of Apple Bottom Jeans and Let the Bodies Hit the Floor. <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> of all the people who would be real hype right now, you know, Blake is a big fan. Mm -hmm. uh, of Sonic Crush, but they they came out like, "Yo, you bringing Raptor Man here? Oh, that is the sickest shit I've seen." And he turns to look at Quasi and he's like, "I don't care how we do this. What we're gonna do? We gotta get you into my into the big next video we do. Both you both. We need you both in here because that's gonna be hype as hell." What is video? So, like, it, video is, like, a lot of pictures. 
Quasi like narrows his eyes <laughs> and cocks his head. <laughs> yeah, he like Blake kind of looks as like, yo, your man is funny as hell, bro. <laughs> like that's that's wild, yo. Absolutely, like, bro, I've been asking you for a while, but you know, y'all gotta join Hype House, like both of y'all. We are gonna just make the wildest shit together, like chowing down on those chicken, man. That could we we gotta have like. Eating videos, like seeing like how many chickens this this dude can take down. We got to do all. Uh, m- wait, my bad, my bad, M- Mr. Dinosaur Man. Are you a dude or are you a lady or how how should I how how do you want me to address you? Quasi Raptor is he? That's what's up, Quasi Raptor. That's what's up. You're my boy. Well, I appreciate you asking Quasi Raptor his pronouns. <laughs> And while I appreciate this conversation, you know, I got something I got to do right now. So, like, you know, if we could just, like, you know, meet up later after you give me the payment, you know, and I stick out my hand. Oh, bro, I got you right now. And you see uh, your Venmo pops up of 200. All right, bet. And then uh, I'm going to start walking away and open up this envelope. You see, you see it's four tickets to the Sonic Crusher show at the... Uh, Civic Center. I'll sit there and be like, son of a... <laughs> I'm just like, don't give me tickets to his show? I don't... I don't... Well, I kind of want to go, but I don't want to go. <laughs> like, as you kind of, like, look in the envelope, like, you also see, like, there's just a single VIP badge. Cheapskate. Four tickets and one VIP pass fight over it (laughs) is there anything else that anyone would like to cover before we uh jump to the next day yeah i just wanted to do a quick thing real fast absolutely um i think like as uh as remix and quasi are, are, are like leaving the party uh quasi is just going to be like quasi still does not understand what any of that was yeah okay so um which which part didn't make sense yes <laughs> okay all right so we were at a party he interrupts you and says okay what is freak oh um okay so sometimes people will say things um, to represent the fear that they have of things that they don't understand. And usually they don't understand people like me or uh, I guess beings like you. Quasi, you get the, like, you've noticed by now that like when Quasi's thinking, you can almost see it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he narrows his eyes and he like concentrates and then he nods and says, Quasi has heard word before. Quasi yeah. and remix freaks. Some people would call us freaks, you know, and I, I would certainly think that in some ways we can feel like freaks but do you feel like a freak 
quasi does not know. Okay. Our Royale and Falcon Girl Freaks 2. Oh, whoa, you, you're not supposed to just ask that, Quasi Raptor. Like, that's a little <laughs> presumptuous. You know what I mean? Like, you can't, you, just, you can't just, you know, like. Quasi is extra confused now. It's like not socially, like, you know, uh, you, we'll, we'll talk about that later. You know, I just wouldn't recommend saying, Are you a freak? <laughs> To either either of them, you know. uh, just 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 don't just don't say that to them. Quasi uh, is confused, but okay. All right, cool. Because uh, you know, I don't. I really cannot deal with you getting canceled. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what is canceled? So we jump ahead. Uh, it is around that time. Does everybody show up, or what's uh, what's it's everybody's uh, location? What are y'all up to in the morning? I mean, Quasi lives there. Falcon Girl is uh, is there. She's warmed up, but you know, ready to go at like ten till. I'm gonna walk in about five after. <laughs> Yeah, I think Royale is also fashionably late. After uh, explaining to to poor Mama Simone that uh, the the TV jumped, man, we couldn't stop it. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, Quasi shows up uh, on time because um, that's like kind of been drilled into him by habit. Um, although it is easy to see that he is uh, he's covered in places with glitter. Um, he has, he has a neon necklace on, uh, and there's a solo cup stuck to one of his toe claws. Aww. I think Falcon Girl helps get the, the solo cup off. Um, I don't know that there's much to do about the rest of it. (laughs) The glow necklace is just festive, you know? Yeah. And it's already since died. (laughs) Yeah. She just, she figures one thing at a time. (laughs) The the glitter is just gonna have to work itself out on its own. There's really no no help. Yeah, he's gonna wait till he sheds his skin, and then it's you know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, it's in his feathers and stuff. Yeah. Uh. All right. Uh. So I think when everyone's there, uh, Rapid Falcon turns on the TV. You see, he's got his cow on. Uh, his pack is hanging up over off to the side, uh, but he seems to be in just like training gym clothes as well and turns on the tv is like all right let's uh let's see what this is about you can see there's a podium out in front of city hall and you can hear the uh, news announcers like uh we are currently awaiting councilwoman franklin feld to uh arrive and uh see what this uh press conference is about it looks yes it looks like uh councilwoman franklin feld is uh heading out and you see a woman who looks to be about early to mid-30s walking out. You can see she's uh, carrying, uh, using a, a small cane. It's much more for look than actually uh, needing it for support. Uh, walking to the podium, she is wearing a uh, neon purple kind of suit with a white undershirt underneath. Ruby brooch that's like pinned to her uh, blazer. Long, uh, long hair that's uh, pulled back into 
a ponytail. She approaches the podium. I would like to thank you all for being here today. As you know, this is 15th year since we have lost the well-respected member of the superheroing community, uh, Dr. Quantum. Uh, there have been issues that have come out since Dr. Quantum's untimely passing, but I feel that the legacy that he left within the city outshines any false claims that may have been made maliciously by individuals who wish to tarnish his reputation because they did not understand the vision he had for this city. Though I only got to really know him towards the latter part of his life, I consider him someone who was a mentor and a fountain of wisdom, not just for myself, but for anyone in the city. Dr. Quantum unfortunately took on a team that wasn't truly prepared for the problems that they faced. And while most of the team meant well, there was still the infection within that team that still plagues our city. The plague that those who come from villainous roots feel they can just do anything they want to our city. And while I agree with Dr. Quantum's assessment that the heroes need to be in charge of everything that they can do to stop these villains, there comes a time when sometimes they have to admit they needed help. I'm not here today to say we should go back to the days where people who protect this city have their names known and put them at risk of being hurt by those who would choose to misuse the council's good intentions. The council and I have been working, and as of last night, we have finalized a deal for the well-respected group Aegis to come in and set up facilities here within the city. It is my hope the heroes of this great city that we all live in, Halcyon, can see the wisdom in this and will take that opportunity to not give in to villainy, but let Aegis vet and nurture the heroes to be able to provide them the tools to do what needs to be done to end evil within this city. And to ensure that that mission is completed, I am announcing that once a special election can be undertaken, I will be stepping down from my role as councilwoman to be the acting head of the Halcyon City Aegis branch. In the memory of what Dr. Quantum stood for in empowering heroes to do their best, do what needs to be done to end villainy in this city. We are carrying on that legacy. Thank you. There will be no questions at this time. And you hear the chattering of reporters as they you know, start trying to get any kind of question answered they have. But you see Councilwoman Frankenfield just start to walk back up into uh, city, city hall chambers. Hashtag quantum did nothing wrong. Hashtag quantum did nothing wrong. Hashtag quantum did nothing wrong. Quasi knows nothing about politics, but this seems like a conflict of interest. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I'm sorry. That was Nick speaking. Oh, we've just heard from Councilman Frankenfeld, but we also have breaking news. It seems that uh, the the people in charge at Halcyon Maximum Security Prison have, yes, it, it looks like they have approved the parole of disgraced former Councilman Buzz Ness. He has, in fact, been released on parole for from his crimes. As many of you know, he was one of the parties responsible for the incident 15 years ago that led to a number of families of supers being kidnapped by 
uh, an invading force. And that's where we will wrap things up. Wow, it's a big news day. (laughs) (laughs) Can I also throw this TV? (laughs) (laughs) Royal is like, this lady sounds familiar. I'm not sure why. (laughs) Royale 2. <laughs> There's something TV's zero. Something weird about her, but I don't agree with what she's saying. I want to fight her. <laughs> Amazing. So, uh, yeah, it is uh, time for end of session moves. At the end of every session, choose one. Uh, grow closer to the team. Explain what who made you feel welcome. Give influence to that character and clear condition or mark potential. Uh, grow into your own image. Of yourself, explain how you see yourself and why. Shift one label up and one label down. Or grow away from the team. Explain why you feel detached. Take influence over you away from another character. So I think there were a lot of feels felt by one character in particular. <laughs> uh, Royale. Hi. Uh, how, are you, how are you feeling about today? Um, well... There were a lot of emotions. That is very true. She got hit in the face. <laughs> it, wasn't, it wasn't a good one. <laughs> um, but I think the end of session move that I am going to do is um, grow into your image of yourself. Um, because I feel like the bond with the team is pretty much the same. This feels pretty standard for us. <laughs> yeah. Um, but in, in growing into my own image, um, I think Royale saw that, you know, she deeply believes that they did the right thing. Um, and that even maybe they should have gone further. So she thinks that she is doing her hero thing as they ought to be doing it. Even if it's not what, uh, Miss Perfect Bird Girl wants. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. Uh. Yeah, and then doing that, I will shift my my danger up, I think, and I will move my superior down, I think. Awesome. Definitely fits. Uh, now let's uh, hop to somebody who had lots of feelings but didn't understand why they felt them. That's uh, Quasi-Raptor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> so the interesting thing with Quasi Raptor is uh, he's limited by his own understandings of the situations. So uh, he doesn't know enough, I think, for what everything that happened to like influence his view of himself. But what he does know is a teammate went out of their way to take him out and do something so i think for that reason alone and the fact that he doesn't understand that it was kind of like a selfish thing and he was being used a little bit but uh i think at least from his perspective he feels like he's growing closer to the team and he's going to give influence to remix awesome they're buddies now (laughs) we're buddies now all right and then i'll mark potential uh let's see yep you can do that uh Normally, when uh, for anyone who hasn't played before, uh, normally if uh, a character gives you influence and you already have it, you have the opportunity to shift their labels, uh, how you see them. But uh, in this case, since it is just being given to Remix 
now, uh, that doesn't come into play, but you do get to mark that potential. Yep. And with that, uh, I think uh, Remix, uh, we'll hop to you now. Uh, yeah, I would say for similar reasons. Uh, I think Quasi-Raptor going along with uh, Remix's shenanigans today and also having our little chat at the end of the party. I think Remix feels uh, quite a bit closer uh, to Quasi-Raptor, so we'll give influence to him. BFFs. Awesome. And I will also mark uh, that potential. Nice. All right. And last but certainly not least, our poor beleaguered Falcon girl. She's just trying to be a good leader, but she's stuck with a bunch of selfish assholes and a dinosaur. That's very, that's very, that's very masks though. (laughs) Um, (laughs) It's so weird being on this side of this. Um, I think similarly to Royale, she's going to grow more into her image of herself um, I don't think that she grew closer to the team. I I don't think that she even grew particularly away from the team because, you know, like everyone said, this was probably not the most unusual thing to have happened. Um, but I do think that I'm going to shift superior down and danger up. That superior's just been taking a beating today. <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, it was pretty high before, so that's like, thank Not goodness. Not you and Royale doing the same thing. No. <laughs> Definitely <Listen>. not. <laughs> <laughs> this can't go one of two ways, basically. <laughs> no, definitely not. All right, lovely. And uh, I think there is one last little stinger page on this issue. Last night, the box says at the top corner, and it's a picture of the water. And this is probably a good 500 yards away from the boat. You can kind of see off in the distance in the panel uh, several individuals standing on the boat, one flying down to join the group. The next panel shows a uh, familiar uh, black-masked head popping out of the water. Uh, An arm pops out. They hit a button on the wrist. It says, hook, line, and sinker for the decoy. Heading to the real drop point now. And that panel shows them just kind of uh, swimming off into the night. I knew we should have gone after him. (laughs) (laughs) And that's where we'll end the session. Awesome. That was so good. That was so fun. Hell yeah. That wraps up this issue of Cape Chronicles. Be sure to join us every first and third Wednesday for more thrilling tales and dramatic stories. Cape Chronicles is powered by masks. Masks A New Generation is written by Brennan Conway and published by Magpie Games. Visit magpiegames.com for your own copy and to make your own stories within the world of Halcyon City. Thank you all for listening, and on behalf of everyone here at Project Derailed, we'll see you soon. ProjectDerailed.com